Great. Excellent. All right. Is there more than that? They're a little excited to be in church today. Okay. All right. That's good. You know, last week we talked about um, Proverbs chapter 12. It says that the words of the reckless pierce like swords, but the tongue of the wise brings healing. That's what we were talking about last week. As I began to formulate direction, normally we have our, our messages planned out many months in advance. We're working through January and actually into February now. I, I felt like, and at times I feel like the, maybe the Holy Spirit kind of says, okay, let's deviate from, from the, the plan that, that we've been set up. And that's kind of what happened this week. I was, uh, I was planning on continuing in a different direction, and I really felt like there were some things that needed to be added from last week. And uh, I really felt like we needed to continue talking about the tongue. But what I want to talk about is a little different direction. Last week we talked about speaking words of life. And how important it was for us to speak words of life, not only over other people, but even over ourselves. And uh, as I was planning on going a different direction, I felt like we needed to address the other side of the coin to speaking words of life. And what that is, is this is when we talk about speaking words of life, we're very careful about what comes out of our mouth. But the other side of the coin is, what do we do with the words that are spoken about us or to us from other people that are not words of life? What do we do with those things? What do you do when when the people that we hang out with pierce like swords continuously to our heart? What do we do when the, the people that we spend time with, whether it may be friends or siblings or, or co-workers or, or even a spouse, might speak things that, that would pierce our heart recklessly? How do we deal with those kind of things? And this morning, basically I want to talk about what do we do with people who, whose tongues pierce like swords? What do we do with those people? What do we do with the negative, hurtful, destructive words that are spoken over us in the environments that we are in? So this morning, we're going to be addressing that. Last week, we talked about Jesus mentioned, and he said, out of the overflow of the heart, what happens? The mouth speaks. That's a pretty common passage of Scripture. We understand that. Out of the overflow of our heart, the mouth speaks. And therefore, it is massively imperative that we guard what goes into our hearts because what goes into our hearts causes an effect upon our life. And so we need to be very careful. It's imperative that we guard our hearts. And and basically, Jesus said that out of the overflow or out of the storehouse of our heart, our mouth speaks. In fact, the Bible actually warns us in Proverbs how important it is to keep the right things in our heart, that what we receive in our heart, we need to be careful. The things that we need to receive into our heart and then the things that we should not allow into our heart. So that's what we're going to be looking at this morning. But the most important thing that we could do this morning is if we could begin by praying and really opening our heart to the Holy Spirit this morning and all that God has for us. And in doing that, allowing the Holy Spirit to penetrate our heart with his word today. Would you join me in prayer? Heavenly Father, we come before you, Lord, needy people. Because God, we understand clearly that we live in environments, we live at job places, we live in relationships that at times can be very hurtful. And things can be spoken that hurt us deeply. 
So God, this morning we're asked that you would give us wisdom from your word on how to deal with these situations. Give us wisdom, God, on how to bring healing to our lives. That God, you would speak this morning in a powerful way. And God, we're believing this morning that there will be people that walk from this room today healed by the power of the Holy Spirit from deep wounds that have been penetrated to their hearts. And that God, your word would bring life and bring healing in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Take your Bibles this morning, if you have them, or your electronic devices, and turn with me to Proverbs chapter 4. In Proverbs chapter 4, we're going to begin at verse 20, and we're going to go down this section of seven verses here from verse 20 to verse 27. And as we walk through these verses this morning, we're going to kind of look at what do we do with people who speak words of death over us, and how do we combat against these things? We have to start in verse 20. It says this, My child, pay attention to what I say. Listen carefully to my words. Don't lose sight of them. Let them penetrate deep into your heart. Let them penetrate deep into your heart. The proverb here, there's a father expressing to his son, be careful and wise in all that you do. And I believe that our Father, our Heavenly Father, this morning says the same thing to your life and over your life. He says, my child, he loves you. He cares about you. He wants your life and, and the direction to be heading in a right direction. He doesn't want you to be led astray. So this proverb says, listen, pay attention. Listen carefully. Don't lose sight of the, these words of wisdom. And then he says something interesting. He says, let these words penetrate into your heart. Allow these words of teaching and direction into your heart. So basically, the principle here, I think, is be selective of what you allow to penetrate your heart. Be selective. It's almost as if you have the choice to choose what penetrates your heart and what doesn't. So the scripture says here, be selective. It says to do not let them out of your sight. Keep them within your heart or allow them to penetrate your heart. Verse 21. Verse 22, for they bring life to those who find them and healing to their whole body. These words that have been given by the Father bring life and healing. So referencing the heart here, the words of encouragement, the words say, the Bible says to us to pay attention, to listen, to stay focused. These are all words of warning from the Father to bring life and healing to our whole body. Verse 22 says, they bring life and healing, health to one's whole entirety, one's whole body. But then in verse 23, it gives the key verse for today. Verse 23 in the New Living Translation reads this way. It says, guard your heart above all else, for it determines the course of your life. Guard your heart above all else. Why? Because it determines the course of your life. It determines the direction that you're going. Above everything, make sure that you guard your heart because your heart determines where you are heading. In other translations, it says, the source of your life flows from this. Be very careful what you allow to penetrate your heart because it affects where you're heading. Your heart is the source of life. 
I remember seeing this movie one time where these pilots were flying overseas a great distance, and they were flying for quite a ways, and they were getting low on fuel, and they were coming to the realization that they were supposed to get to their destination. And when they were getting close to where they thought their destination was, they'd been plotting this course for quite a few hours, and then all of a sudden, one of the guys realizes, he says, we should be there yet, we should see land by now, I don't understand why we can't see it. And then all of a sudden, he looks up on the dash, and, and one, of the, one of the co-pilot or someone next to him, the, the person riding with him, had set a, a little transistor radio up on top of the dash. And the airplane pilot grabbed it, and he pulled it away, and he watched his compass begin to spin. He came to the realization in that moment, he's like, we're so off course. He says, how long has that been sitting there? They had been flying in one direction for so long, and the, the magnet in the radio had, had caused, or magnet in the speaker had caused the compass to, to become disoriented, and they had been flying in the wrong direction for some time. And I think that can be a lot of people. We, we allow the things that people say to affect us so much, it actually begins to determine the course of our life. Has that ever happened to you? You're heading in one direction and someone makes a comment to you and you receive it into your heart and it, it basically makes the choice for you and you go in another direction. Will you allow other people to determine the course of your life is the question. Maybe someone says you're not smart enough. You won't amount to much. Or they use their tongue to cut your heart so deep that it leaves scars that it'll never be the same again. Bitterness and resentment ends up becoming, flowing through your heart. And it ends up determining the course of your life for you because of the things that have been spoken over you. But you know what? They don't have to determine the course of your life. The words that other people speak over your life don't have to determine the course of your life. In fact, the scripture goes on to say in verse 24, avoid all perverse talk. Stay away from corrupt speech. This word that says stay away, or excuse me, this word corrupt in the Hebrew language, this word corrupt is only mentioned this once in the entire Bible, in Proverbs chapter 4, verse 24. And this word means stay away from crookedness. And the verse here, it talks about, or the verses nearby in the context of this, talk about walking a, a straight path in your life. That you have direction and you're going a certain way. And this word, this Hebrew word is crookedness. It's saying, avoid the things that would cause you to veer off the path that God has for your life. Going this way and that. Listening to the voices around you that cause you to go here and cause you to go here and cause you to go here. Avoid the perverse talk. Avoid the crookedness or stay away from the corrupt speech. The Bible warns us to avoid that kind of talk. Hebrews, uh, or the Hebrew word for avoid means to change direction, to retreat or to abandon, get away. But instead, verse 25, 26, and 27 says this, look straight ahead, fix your eyes on what lies before you, make out a straight path for your feet. Stay on the safe path. Don't get sidetracked. Keep your feet from following evil. 
Fix your focus forward. Don't allow others to pull you down the paths that they want to go or the things that they say to cause you to stray off of the great path that God has for your life or the great plans that he has for your life. Mark out a straight path. Don't be drawn to the paths that lead to destruction and harm. Don't get sidetracked. Keep your feet from following evil. This November, we're going to do a series as a church. And the series is going to be entitled, Standing at the Why. And what we're going to be talking about is many times in life, we will stand at a why in a situation. And we will determine, do I go to the left or do I go to the right? And, in, and almost every day, we stand at the why in some capacity in our lives. But here's the thing, guys, is in that moment of the why, when we make that decision, that decision is not really about where we're at. It is about where we are heading. And many times we allow people the power in our lives to speak curses, to speak words of death over our future, and they actually, as we stand at the why in that moment, we're not choosing where we're at, we're actually choosing the direction that our life is going to go. Guard your heart because it determines the course of your life. Be careful. So to sum up these verses this morning, in Proverbs chapter 4, it says, allow the Father's words to penetrate your heart because it brings life and healing. Don't allow others' words or actions to penetrate your heart. Guard it because everything flows from that source. Keep your heart pure and the direction for your life will be healthy. So when we get to this portion, or get to this portion of our message every Sunday, we get to a place where we say, okay, how do I take God's word and begin to apply it to my life personally? How do we take this concept and the things that that we're going to learn from God's word and, and really apply it to where I'm at in life? So the question that we started with this morning was extremely practical, wasn't it? What do we do with negative, hurtful, or destructive words that are spoken over us? So we take God's word and our situation and we lay them on top of each other this morning. And what do we get? The first thing is this. Scripture tells us clearly that the Father's words, God's words, bring life and healing. It says that we are to pay close attention to God's words. You see, guys... The reason why we talk about doing daily devotions or we talk about spending time in God's word and how important it is, do you know why it's so important? Here's the reason. The reason why a person should read their Bible every day is because there are a lot of things that you're going to encounter and there are going to be a lot of things that people say to you and that are hurtful and that are destructive and many of those things, they're going to try and penetrate your heart. And the bottom line is this, is that every day you're going to have suggestions to deviate from the path that God has for your life. And if you take God's word every day and you begin to pour it over your life and take his suggestions, the Bible says that it will bring health and healing. But the words of the reckless pierce like swords. So as we look to God's word every day, You see, many times people determine their whole lives by what other people think about them. Can you imagine that? Their entire life is determined by what others think about them. 
They determine their value in life by what others say about them. But God's word is saying that you should be more concerned about what the Father thinks about you than what the rest of the world thinks about you. That's where the concern should be. That we would open our hearts and allow God's word to penetrate our heart, hearts to bring health and healing. We need to spend time in God's word asking our heavenly father to speak those words of life to us. Speak those words of healing to our heart. So the father's word brings life and healing. The second thing that we can learn as we lay God's word over our situation, what do we do with negative, hurtful, destructive words that other people speak over us? The second one is very simple but very difficult to apply. It's this, simply guard your heart. Guard your heart. When people speak words of death, they speak words that hurt you, things that drag you down, do not allow those things to penetrate your heart. You see, guys, each word that's spoken carries weight but it only has power in your life if you allow it to have power. There are many times, if you hang around me a lot, people will catch me saying this phrase a lot. I'll say, I receive that, or I say, I don't receive that. I say it, I sound like a freak, I know, it's weird. But guys, I've, sound, I've found this principle to be so golden in my life. I remember one time I had a lady come up to me and she said, Pastor Sheldon, I have a prophetic word for you. And she began to tell me some things that were, that were evil and they were terrible. And I stopped her in the middle of it. I said, wait a minute. I said, I just want you to understand, I love you as a person. And, and I knew this lady well. She was a friend of mine. I said, I stopped her and I said, wait a minute. I said, I do not, I looked her right in the eyes and I said, I do not receive that for me or my family. I don't receive that. And, and she started backing up, uh, 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 and I said, listen, I love you, and we're still friends and everything like that, but I just want you to know what you just spoke over my life is not gonna happen. I don't receive that. Think about your life, and, and if you, the Bible says, guard your heart because it determines the course of your life. Think about the things, if I would have received those things in that moment, that fear and anxiety that would have gripped my heart for months waiting for this event to happen in some way. I said, no, I'm not going to allow that to happen. I reject those thoughts that will not be sown into my heart or into my life in any way. I reject it in Jesus' name. So here's the thing, guys. When we look at this, really, the the things that, that we receive, we need to guard our hearts You see, people allow things said to them to determine their future, to determine who they are. They allow words of death or worthlessness to be sown into their heart, and it creates destruction through their whole lives. I remember there's a young lady, her name is Kayla Fulvin. She's been to our church. She's been all over the world uh, as a missionary, just a young, young lady in her early 20s. And Kayla came and spoke. She shared her testimony. She had a very difficult home life. There were situations beyond her control. And uh, her home was very dysfunctional and broken. 
And Kayla said at about 15 years of old, she, or 15 years of age, she said that people would continuously speak over her that she was going to be just like her family. She was just going to be just follow those same paths and all of these things. She said, as a 15 year old, she said, I made a choice in my mind that day. I said, I'm not going to choose their plan for my life. I'm going to choose God's plan for my life. Guys, what if we determined that? We said, listen, I'm not going to allow, I'm not going to allow someone who doesn't even realize, listen, I'm not saying be mean to people or reckless and allow our, our mouths to be the swords that are piercing people. I'm just saying we still love people, but, but the things that they say, we don't need to receive those things into our lives. We don't need to receive those hurtful and destructive things. So what do we do with these words spoken over us? The passage said, avoid this talk. Don't allow it to settle into your heart. You have the power to accept or reject anything that is spoken over your life. If you catch one thing this morning, catch this. You have the power to accept or reject anything that is spoken over your life. You get that? pretty quiet in here. Do you know why it's quiet? Because all of us have chosen to succumb to this. All of us have peeked our heart open in just an open moment and allowed someone with a reckless sword to pierce us. Right? That's why it's quiet, isn't it? Some people in the room, you, you have a sick stomach right now. You know the exact person, you know the exact moment. Right now, the Holy Spirit is just bringing it up right into your mind. Where those things have happened and it has actually controlled or determined the direction of your life. It's not easy, but you can do this. Now we're going to deal with the past at the close of our service today. The things that have been spoken over our lives. And we're going to... We're going to try and uproot some of that garbage and we're going to try and get rid of it. And it's not going to be scary or freaky or anything like that. Because we want to be free. But here's the thing what we can deal with right now is where you're at and where you're going, right? That's what we can control. Where we're at and where we're going. So, what we're going to do is from this point on, we say in our hearts, I'm going to not allow the things that are negatively spoken over my life. I'm going to reject those things and I'm going to receive the things that God has for my life and what He says about me. So I'm going to trade. I'm no longer. Can you think of an instance when you allowed someone to say something that hurt you or caused you to change direction? A friend of mine was at church here at Watford City Assembly of God many years ago, and he's still my friend to this day. Um, he is a young man. He had, um, he had piercings and, and, and different things like that. He had kind of a different style of look to him. Um, and uh, he was... I don't know exactly when or how it happened, but he overheard a lady in the church who no longer goes to this church anymore, but she was saying how she thought a Christian or a person that comes to our church shouldn't look like that. And she heard him, or he heard her say these things. I was thinking, man, that's tough. There's a couple things we can learn from this. Number one, if I ever catch you messing with a friend like that, you're going to have your hands full. That's for you as a pastor, all right? The shepherd of the sheep. So that's the first rule we learn right now. The second one is this, and it was from the young man who's a dear friend of mine. The second is this. 
is that if you open your heart in that moment, which he did, and he allowed someone who really knew nothing of his character, who he was, he literally opened himself and allowed her to determine the course of his life. One lady. Isn't that incredible? You see how it happens, guys? You see how one little, tiny, insignificant event, we would take so much weight from those things, and we would literally change the course of our life because of one thing that one person said. You know, I think of those instances in our lives, and I don't know where you're at, and Courtney, would you come at this time? We're going we're gonna to kind of tie things up and head towards our altar time today. We didn't have prayer time. Normally we have prayer time during worship, and I asked Pastor Chad to hold that off to the close of our service today because I want to do some ministry up front here this morning. And um, because I believe that probably, I could take a guess, probably 50% of the people in this room in some way can think of an instance in their life where someone said something very, very hurtful to them. And it literally caused them to head in a different direction than God had for their life. And I don't know where you're at. I don't know who is sitting in this room. And I don't know if it's been this morning when someone said something hurtful or if it was 50 years ago. Do you realize that even as children, we can receive words into our heart from parents or situations? We can receive things from people in authority over us, whether it be teachers or coaches or all of these things that people would say and we would take them and and allow them to penetrate our hearts. Remember how we said that, that we could only really control about where we're at and where we're going? See, it's true. We really can only control where we're at and where we're going. But you know what the cool thing is? Is that um, Jesus is concerned about our past and he can cause and bring healing to our past and he can bring fulfillment to our past and he can use the things that have hurt us that he can actually bring healing and restoration in those areas. You know, I don't know where you're at this morning personally in your personal life, but maybe you've been dealing with things that have been spoken over your life by other people and you received them not knowing it was a helpless situation. You didn't realize what you're doing, but you literally gave them the power over the direction of your life. And this morning you would say, you know what? I've gone in that direction long enough, much like the airplane pilot who realized at the last moment and picked the radio up off of the dashboard and the compass came into alignment. This is your compass moment right now where you would say, you know what? I don't need to allow those things to control the direction I'm going. I don't need those words of hurt and and, and I don't need to carry around those wounds anymore. I want God to heal my heart this morning. I don't want to be like this anymore. I don't want to head in the directions. I don't want to give the power to other people over my life. And I, I want to guard my heart, but I want God to bring healing and restoration in those areas. You know what, I would beg to say that there's a huge portion of the people in this room this morning that you have dealt with this in some way. To some of you, it's really not a big deal. You go through your day-to-day life and you've done a good job of protecting your heart. But there are other people that every day, those same wounds hurt over and over and over again. 
Can I ask you to do something extremely brave this morning as we're closing our service today? We want to do something this morning, and we want to sever those things, the, the past, and all of the things that have been spoken over your life. And from this moment on, that you would guard your heart in a special way, that you would not allow other people to determine the course of your life. Is there anyone in this room, and would I ask you to be so brave as to come, get out of your seat and come and stand in front of the, the uh, facing me, and we're going to just have a time of prayer together right now. Is there anyone here that you're dealing with words that have been spoken over your life? Yeah, move from your seat right now. There's going to be quite a few people, so let's stretch all the way across. Don't be ashamed this morning. This is a safe place. This is a safe place today. Yeah, awesome. Praise God. Yeah, there have been, you have listened to the lies of, of the enemy through other people speaking over your life. You've listened to those things. You don't need to listen to those things anymore. Okay? Is there anyone else? Come on up, come on up. Look, all the way across. Let's start a second line if we have to, but we got a lot of people. Stretch out all the way across. Thank you, Lord. So let's just begin to pray. Let's open our hearts this morning. Congregation, pray with us today that God would bring healing and restoration to each person. Man, a lot of people up here this morning. Praise God. We're right on track. We're right on track. Thank you, Lord. Let's just begin to open our hearts to the Holy Spirit this morning. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. God, I believe this morning that you want to bring healing and life and restoration to each person here this morning. God, there might even be people in the congregation today, God, that, that are dealing with these things, Lord, but they just, they just can't process them all the way. But this morning, God, we just come before you right now. We're asking, God, that you would bring healing and restoration. In Jesus' name guys that are up at the front here this morning, what I want you to do is I want you to hold your hands over your heart today. We're going to speak to these hurts of the past. We're going to speak to these things that, that have been spoken over our life, that have determined the course of our life for quite some time. Just hold your hands over your heart right now. And we're going to, we're going to speak to these things right now. First, we're going to come to God. And would you guys repeat after me up here? Say, Dear Lord Jesus, I come before you right now and I repent of allowing these words to penetrate my heart. So right now, in the name of Jesus, I cut the ties of these things. I reject these words. These have no power over me any longer. In Jesus' name, amen. I want you to hold like you're holding something. Take it off of your chest. Hold it in your hands right now. Then I just want you to slowly release it and just say, it's gone. I'm leaving it. I'm leaving it right here. In Jesus' name. I'm just going to leave those things. The Bible said that the words that the Father speaks bring healing.
Can I ask something really big of the people in the congregation this morning? Guys, just just in the front here, just close your eyes right now. We're just going to receive from the Lord this morning. If you're here this morning, would you, would you come, congregation? Would you come? And if there's someone up here you know, a friend or whatever, come on up. Or, or even if you don't know them, men with men, women with women, I want you to just lay your hand on their shoulder if there's couples up here. And, and, and we're going to do something this morning right now. You, you don't have to be, uh, you know, super hyper-spiritual or anything like that to do this. We're just loving people, okay? This is really easy. Spread out. Make sure every person has someone laying a hand on their shoulder, okay? Someone that loves them, cares about them, appreciates them. Yeah. That's it, man. Awesome. Make sure everybody's got somebody. Thank you, Lord. Person behind them, this is what I need you to do. I want you to just begin to pray for this person. Just quietly in your own kind of mouth and and quietly before them. Thank you, Jesus. Now I want you to begin to speak words of life over them right now. I want them to be able to hear it. I want you to whisper it in their in, back behind their head. I want you to say these words. Speak words of life over them right now. Speak words of encouragement. Words that God maybe lays on your heart. Speak those things. You don't have to, it doesn't have to be uh, anything huge. Speak about how, how much God loves them, how much he cares about them. Speak those words of life over them right now. The things that, that are, have been broken off and destroyed right now God wants to bring restoration and healing right now in Jesus' name. Restoration and healing in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name right now. Restoration and healing in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Pour out, pour out, God. Speak those words of life over them. Speak those words of life over them and encouragement right now. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. congregation, would you just stand to your feet this morning? Courtney's going to lead us as we just begin to worship the Lord right now. If you're here this morning, just go ahead, continue to speak those words of life and encouragement. Worship God. Allow your heart to be opened to the word of God. In Jesus' name, thank you, Lord. Father, we just thank you, Lord, for your word today, God. And this morning, Lord Jesus, each of us in our own special way today, God, we ask, Lord Jesus, that that you would help us to open our hearts, Lord, so that we would allow the Holy Spirit to penetrate our hearts in a special and powerful way. That, God, your word would be enlightened in, in our minds and in our hearts, that we would allow you to speak daily into our lives, Lord Jesus. God, help us, Lord, to reject the things that are cast upon our lives, that the enemy would try and use to derail us from the purposes and plans that you have for us. We don't receive those things in the powerful name of Jesus. But God, we accept your plans, your blessing, God, your continual outpouring of the Holy Spirit. We accept your healing, God. Father, we pray, Lord Jesus, that you would continue the great things that you've started, Lord. Father, your word, Lord Jesus, is, is great and, and awesome. And this morning, God, we ask that it would, it would pour and filter through our hearts today, Lord Jesus. That, God, it would bring cleansing and healing and restoration. And, Father, I'm just praying today, Lord, 
that as we leave this place, that God, you would bring a true severing, Lord Jesus, of the things that people would leave here this morning. That God, as they go back and the enemy would try and remind them of those things, we're going to reject those thoughts. We're not going to go back there anymore. We're going to grant healing. We're going to grant forgiveness. We're going to grant the things needed in order to move forward with the things that you have for our lives. So God, we thank you for your word, that it encourages us, that it blesses us, that it nourishes us, that it heals us. And God, we look to you for our source and our sustenance, and we look to you for the words of life that we need. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Lord, bless you guys today. Speak words of life over each other and in this community. Lord, bless you guys.